listening to Trending with Teams, your favorite live podcast. And here's what's trending today. A very warm evening to one and all present. I'm Atta Kataraka, a 13-year-old from Kolkata, and I'd like to welcome you to the travel checklist. As the name suggests, today's episode of the podcast is going to be all about traveling, the mistakes we make, and how to avoid them. Before we begin, I'd like to introduce you to my fellow panelists, Suhani Khemka and Reva Upadhyay. Reva, can you both please go ahead and introduce yourselves? Hey, Adya. Thank you for having me here. I'm Suhani Khemka, a 14-year-old studying in class 8. I'm passionate about food, traveling, reading, writing and music. I love animals, especially cat. My ideal day is spending the day writing a poem in a cozy house by the mountains. Thank you. Hi, Adya. Hey, I'm Reva, a 12-year-old from Delhi who often feels stuck in my home. I love to read, write, listen to music and, of course, the reason why I'm here, traveling. So now let's get back to me, Amadya Katarika. As I said before, a 13-year-old teenager, my favorite interests uh, include creating my art and music, but since childhood, I've had this unique zest for traveling. I'd like to begin with a personal experience of mine that has taught me a lot. A few years ago, just before the pandemic began, I had gone on a trip to some places in Europe along with my family. That trip was one of my most memorable trips made to date, but then I still wish I had done some things more correctly, like buying more stuff uh, from the small street uh, shops rather than the chain supermarkets, trying the local food more rather than only sticking to the Indian restaurant food. You won't believe this, but when we were in Switzerland, we didn't buy a single gelato from the local stores. We only had packaged ice creams from the supermarkets. I just wish we had spent some more time doing research and planning, but we should always learn from our mistakes, right? So, Reva, do you also have such a remembrance? Yeah, I think there's never enough time whenever we are traveling. Like, we always want to see everything and we try to, like, um, you know, go to all the places, try everything. But uh, sometimes we forget to just live in the moment. So, it's not necessary that you have to do all the things and try all the things that the people on the internet are doing. You can just have your own trip your own way. And I guess I do have one memory that is related to what you just talked about. Uh, I was on a trip to Goa with my mother and her friends and we were just visiting for two days. We travelled a lot of places but in the end we forgot to see some of them. I was kind of disappointed but the awesome food on the beaches totally made up for it. Uh, you can all write your views in the chat box and also f- uh, feel free to put in questions there. Just in case you're using Backstage for the first time, the chat box is on the bottom of the screen. You can put your questions and opinions there and also react with emojis. Thank you. Now, there's this quick memory that I'd like to share. Whenever we would be going out for a trip, I'd have this small shoulder bag which I always used to carry like no matter what. And it's not that it would contain anything important or essential. It's, it used to be just books for my entertainment, which I never used to read. But still, it was the most important thing which I had to carry. So, Hani, how about you? 
Oh yeah, I totally agree with you. Reading while traveling is the best. Also, I always used to carry a notebook with me. For me, the most important thing is to make memories and store them. So I used to write whatever I did in that day in that notebook. And one thing I used to do was collect the tickets and cards that we'd get, like say from a trip or um, amusement parks and something like that. And later I'd combine them all into a file with pictures. Seeing them now makes me so happy and nostalgic. It's like a trip down the memory memory lane, and it's the most precious thing I have with me. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, I'd I'd like to ask the audience the one thing without which they can't travel, and at the same time, uh, the thing is really annoying to their surroundings as well. Yeah, headphones can sometimes be annoying, Satvika. Um, Reva, if I were to give you a place to visit, like the place you've longed to visit, what would it? Be? Um, okay, it would probably be Paris. I know it's cliche, but don't come at me. But like something about the city just calls to me a lot, and I would just love to go to Paris in the rainy season. I would also like to go to London and maybe you know find a cute little bookshop to curl up with a book in kind of aesthetic vibes yeah Oh yeah wow I've been to Paris and London trust me you'd never want to come back for me it's been LA for the longest time trips Trips should be about spending and giving time to yourself. Give yourself the love and care it requires, the kindness it needs, the me time it wants, which is often not given value. Well, Shakespeare has said it correctly: one beautiful heart is better than a thousand beautiful faces. So, if you don't love yourself first, if you don't show kindness to yourself, how are you supposed to do the same with the society? What say you, Eva? Yeah, I really couldn't have said it better myself, Adya. Family trips are fun and all, but we really need to have some me time. It's good to take some time for ourselves, and uh, you know, take some time to get out of our usual surroundings and take some time to reflect on ourselves. And uh, traveling doesn't really mean going on trips to faraway places. It can just be a trip to a new bookshop or a new cafe that just opened. Just any place that calls to you, and where you can meet new people and see new things. That's what traveling is really all about. Absolutely, but nowadays what I see is instead of enjoying or indulging in the moments, people are more busy clicking pictures and making reels and what not, like what you're calling friends and family. So, Hani, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I totally agree with you. People are too much into their phones right now, and posting a reel and getting likes is literally all that matters to them. Exactly, traveling should be all about peace, doing things that you like to do, knowing yourselves even better, and forgetting that a world outside even exists. What do you think, Reva? 
Yeah, I think whenever we are, uh, you know, visiting a place, uh, we should spend more time traveling rather than just clicking pictures and you know trying to show off where we are. Sometimes we forget to indulge in the place that we are really in. So yeah, I think we should spend more time visiting uh, local monuments or talking to the locals that have lived there. If it's a historic city, that's even better. Totally. Most importantly being is trying the local stuff in a place which people often fail to do as they prefer staying in, in their accommodations or hotels or exactly the opposite. Just stay in their hotels and forget to explore the beauty of a place. Some key terms to be uh, when you're traveling, uh, food, the historical value of the place, the culture, the local business or shopping from streets, the weather and the clothes that are suitable over there and the sites to visit. So to begin with, let's first talk about food. Food being the first, uh, first most and the most important. Calories are the last thing that you think of while tripping, right? Because food and comfort are what makes my travel special to me. What about you, Suhani? Yes. Same, like considering I'm so much into food, the main aim of my, mine while traveling is to explore the different kinds of food that are present there because the most tropical food, like you know, the ones that are present in that area are the most healthy and when you're traveling, you need to explore what different people eat, what are the different kind of, you know, foods and they they have a connection with the culture. So yes, I do not care about the calories, but I just want to explore more and eat different. Exactly. So when you travel, you won't always know which foods are locally grown. But buying from local businesses and markets instead of chain supermarkets is a good place to start. Local food is also seasonal and seasonal food tastes better too. Eating eating local foods mean that most, if not all, of the ingredients are grown locally, which are mainly healthy. If calories are a factor to you after all. What are your thoughts on that, Reva? Yeah, I think, you know, a trip is when you can finally leave all your health apps and all that obsessive diet chart uh, behind. And you can finally, you know, allow your stomach to finally, you know, have what it wants. So for me, food on a trip is also very important. Uh, Like, kind of like I judge a city based on how good their food is. Because after all, food really makes a person. Exactly. Uh, So now let's come to historical value. Knowing the historical value of a place is very important as it not only increases your knowledge about the place, but also helps you explore better. What are your opinions on historical value? What do you think, audience? And um, uh, Suhani, do you think giving heed is worthy enough, you know, like giving heed to the historical value of a place is worthy enough? Yes, I totally agree with you. For me, historical importance of a place is very important as well. Stories on how and why it was made just makes the whole view so much more better. Like some of the tales are so fascinating and it makes us appreciate the hard work put into the monuments. Like since they were made in a time where technology wasn't invented. So yeah, history makes the place richer and better and even more beautiful, you know. 
Absolutely. Innovation is with no doubt extremely important, but preserving and restoring the old treasures is also important because those old monuments are the reflection of our history. They help us to understand and respect people who lived in different eras with different habits and traditions. Now I'd like to share a quick fact. The three main types of heritage tourism sites are natural, cultural and built. Now natural heritage sites include landforms and rural scenery. Cultural heritage tourism involves attending festivals or a place that sells traditional products and built heritage heritage sites encompass places such as monuments and historic homes. Therefore, heritage tourism is foremost important. Culture comes attached to heritage culture means the way of living of the people of the city that you're visiting every life has a bliss of its own that is what i believe and getting to know about and trying to follow it just for a few days can't be better it's going to be a small change for you as well wearing the dress that the people there were every day eating the food living in the lifestyle is giving respect to the customs which is foremost and not only does it give respect but also happiness and excitement to yourself reva do you enjoy cultural events or like you know wearing traditional clothes and yeah absolutely i actually love visiting new places and getting to know their culture That's why I want to travel to all the most bizarre places of the world so that I can eat new kinds of dishes and wear new clothes, meet new people and listen to people talk in different languages. And I would also like to travel to Bhutan so I can wear my Bhutanese dress that's been gathering dust ever since I bought it from a fair. Oh. Uh now that we've touched this topic, shopping What is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word shopping? So whenever you are out traveling, it's not possible that you'll return home without buying souvenirs or gifts for your near and dear ones, isn't it, Suhani? Yup. Never have I ever come from a trip without buying souvenirs or some special item of the place. Like we have always bought magnets or artwork, like different types of painting forms. Every place where we went. Like I said, it's about creating and storing memories. So, what better way than to take a little piece of the place with you? Exactly, because we are not going to like mostly we are not going to go to the place again. So, it's always better to you know carry a small memory of the place with you. One more mistake we make during our trips uh, is that uh, we. We always do all the shoppings from duty free at the airports and malls over there, and very less from the local shops that sell the cultural artifacts and also the country's traditional stuff. So buying from the local shop not only gets you natural and quality products, but also is better for the environment by helping reduce your carbon footprint. Reva, what is the weather that always disappoints you? Uh, okay, so this is kind of weird, but I think sunny weather kind of brings down my spirits a lot. It just gets so hot, and the sun hurts my eyes a lot. So I always prefer windy weather or a little bleak weather, which is uh, you know easy on the eyes when I'm out and about. And uh, I love traveling in the winters, autumn, and the spring when the sun is not too intense. Well, it's just the opposite for me. I mean, I love spring and autumn, but instead of winter, I love summers. 
so like while traveling weather research is also very necessary otherwise you'll end up with the wrong clothes that will destroy your trip which certainly you do, you do not want to happen one more thing i'd like to add up here is that you should always carry minimal luggage so that you can always like roam around freely without carrying around your stuff abhishruti uh, even i love summers and the warm months as well uh, and winters i mean winters are good i mean for some people but like winters all always get me wrapped around the house so that's the problem with winter and rainy seasons are the worst like everything gets so muddy and like you know yuck it's like yucky exactly uh suhani so you wanted to say something here yeah like about talking about weather summer suits me the best even though it gets a little too hot but it's still bearable considering winters they bring me so much of trouble like i'm putting lotion on the whole time even after that my skin doesn't let me you know one minute of peace so yeah summers are my favorite too and rain just ruins the whole thing for me like wear a raincoat a carry umbrella and you know the views all hazy and foggy so it just ruins the whole thing for me obviously yes uh, the same thing happened with me as well like i went to gangtok in january and then it was so cold during that time and i mean it was so cold and we we had gone to the, this lake called shangu lake lake and then i was always falling around over there with the snow and it was so slippery and it was so annoying and also one more thing happened that uh, when i was in gangtok the guide the guiders over there sent us to so many wrong places and all of them were like alike like if they sent they sent us to two to three lakes and all of them were like exactly the same so like not only did it waste our time but also got us so tired after a long day So what I mean to say over here is that finding the right places to visit is also important because what happens is then you get so filled with the outside tourism that you fail to enjoy the place you're living in or the accommodation that you've hired or vice versa as well. What do you think, Rhea? I think that whenever we are visiting a place, it's like better to interact with the locals and take their advice about the weather and the place we're staying. and uh, what place to visit uh, since they know it uh, better obviously uh, and it's good to do your research on what places to visit when you are in that particular place and maybe watch some honest travel vlogs totally uh so before ending would anyone like to share any experience or give any kind of advice uh, or you can also write it up in the chat box also if anyone has any queries or questions they can put them up to
Yeah, I love beaches, and you know, beaches during the summer months are the best. Yeah, minimum luggage is the best because if you carry a lot of luggage with you, it destroys the trip actually. Because if you're, you know, in a moving trip, what happens is you you're always tired getting getting your luggages up and down, and you know. storing them in some good places taking care of them yeah i agree with you like i traveled with my family so the amount of luggage was insane and we usually rent cars so to travel and then fitting the luggage in the poor boot of the car was impossible like i always ended up sitting near a pile of bags and that was the worst thing ever Yeah, actually, and uh, you know, when you have a lot of luggage, it, you just constantly are worrying about, you know, uh, if the luggages are safe or not, if you are missing a bag, uh, or if you have left a bag somewhere. So yeah, it's it gets very stressful. Yeah, yeah I know. Right? You know, just keep on counting. Yeah, you have everything. Exactly. You know, the number of bags and the luggage. You know, the suitcases. Yeah, you just keep on counting them the whole like, time. One bag gets out of your sight. You're like, oh my gosh, no! My clothes were in that bag. My that was in that bag. So yeah, it's better to you know pack smart rather than pack in bulk. Yeah, and then you have to open all suitcases to check which one has the yeah, item exactly. you need. So that's again annoying. Yes, exactly. Um, Abhishekti, your question is: Can you suggest some of of beach destinations which aren't cold? There is a huge list, but um, some like main of most main are like there's this lake Baikal in Russia. So like, it, it's very beautiful, but then it, it's not. It is cold, but it is in that cold. You know, the beauty of that place is so much that you'll forget the cold. And um, but like, uh, you just said that you always get to visit the mountains. So like, why don't you try some beach places? Can I suggest something too? Uh, yeah. So like, uh, maybe you can try the. Rajasthan maybe Rajasthan and Gujarat. Ah, uh, you said you don't like cold that much, so maybe you can try and go there uh, in spring when it's not that hot and it's not that cold either. And uh, there's a lot of cultural importance, a lot of uh, forts and monuments in Rajasthan and Gujarat. So yeah, you can try it there. It's really nice. Also, for those who don't want cold or um, you know, very hot, Singapore is a great destination because the weather there is pretty pleasant. Sometimes it may be a little rainy or a little too hot, but it's never cold and it's so beautiful. Like there are so many things you can do over there, and it's so centralized. It's very easy to travel over there.
all right so someone in the chat just asked that um what food shows to watch so like there are a lot of food shows and cooking shows but only like some rare ones show the actual you know uh, the rural food so i think you can try some food shows of vloggers who go and try to rural uh, go in to a rural india and uh, they try the local food there and see how it's prepared it's really interesting to see you know normal people prepare normal food that they've had all their lives and uh, we can actually find some bizarre stuff about the food uh sorry i just got left i'm back um abhishuti is asking what about food paradise any place truly deserving that title uh i don't know if you've heard this place's name but there's this place called banaras and i've been there the food over there is like godly it's amazing i mean the local food over there that you get in the streets is like just so tasty that you won't be able to you know uh like you won't be able to stop yourself from having them and um paris is also a great option paris in italy i'd say any more questions anyone shopping paradise it has to be dubai yeah definitely there is a lot of stuff there i mean like you get literally yeah, everything exactly. over I've there you just name it and, and you uh, i bought a lot of stuff i mean one suitcase was just filled with bags and accessories and what not people even consider america as a very good shopping place since everything just like kind of releases over there yeah, first yeah but it's kind of expensive but if you want to buy like yeah. phones and uh, you know other technology items then us is definitely a great place to buy all that also paris and italy yeah. are like the uh, you know fashion statements yeah. so there's that for fashion. yeah exactly louis vuitton and all those stuff any other questions anyone or would anyone like to share an experience mm i have an experience to share uh, may i yeah so uh, i just yeah, please go went over to just uh, before like uh, just before a month ago maybe yeah and um, you mentioned in the podcast that uh, people often forget to you know actually uh, see the places through their own eyes and rather you know see it through their camera lenses so yeah while i was traveling there with my mom and some friends um the thing is that we went to a lot of uh, places as you know ocha is a very historic city and uh, when we went there we visited a lot of forts and uh, a lot of other monuments but when we went there like there were so many people there they were uh, all taking pictures and um, even my mom and her friends they were busy clicking pictures and that kind of broke my heart a bit because you know the people from all those years ago they didn't build the monuments just so that people could take pictures of them they actually built it so that people can know about their stories so that uh, you know 
the the stories of that era gets traveled to us yet we are busy you know just uh taking pictures there and shooting videos rather than actually living the monuments living the stories and seeing what's actually there exactly Th- that is what i see like more often and uh, abhishiti your question is which is the best adventurous journey by road by flights or by train for me for like personally i guess for, uh, road is the best all uh, because you can always fix around like according to you you don't have to you know you won't be in a hurry that you have to catch this or catch that uh, catch that you'll uh, be always on your own pace and you will be loving it for me it's trains for me you know it's funny yeah for me it would be flights because you know trains are fine but then uh, roads just make me so sick like my body does not go compatible with long road trips i can i just need to get out the car after like every 30 minutes and then it's nausea taking over so road trips are the worst for me but i prefer flights yeah for me it's trains we have all yeah, fl- varied opinions so for me it's trains because you know i just love to um, see all the sceneries passing by at real fast pace and uh, yeah i mean i've traveled through trains a lot during my childhood so yeah it really holds a special place in my heart everyone has different opinions but um, all of them are true uh abhishiti what you're saying is absolutely correct um 85% of the people hate histor- history but find the historical places are the as the best sites to click the instagram pictures that's so true when you be talking to them about like do you like history or not you be like no it is the worst thing to study about or go to please and when you check their instagram profile or something the social media you you'll only find you know pictures in which they are you know flying the dupatta off and all those stuff you know please you know like where there are where there is monuments which are made in the past and like um, which are like very old yeah that's cause any like, other as far as like nobody appreciates the beauty of these monuments in the history books So it's not just that some of these monuments are really uh, poorly maintained when i went to orcha and uh, also when i went to banaras i think yeah some of the monuments are very poorly maintained i mean it's kind of the government's fault i mean if you don't promote your country's own heritage and culture and monuments then how are the people you know supposed to feel connected to it and that's why most of the people don't even know who built the monuments or you know what's the history behind it and most of the guides uh, that are there sometimes they give really you know mixed up information which is very inaccurate yeah and like you know even in the history books that tell stories about the wars and everything but then suppose we talk about large mail they won't you know exaggerate on how hard the workers worked on making the monument and you know all of that you get only when you go to that place and you know listen to the stories of the locals history books don't really teach that 
exactly but still you know uh yeah i absolutely agree with all these points but it is definitely uh, the government's job to restore but it is also our duty to restore as you know what people do is they go and write on the walls of these monuments they you know litter around them which also makes the these monuments look even more dirty so people don't even want to go more often so it is also our fault fault and we should also you know we can't do anything we can't like we can't like we can stop them by doing awareness and all but it is our yeah, that's why a lot of the monuments well. are being uh, privatized and they are being turned into hotels and bookshops and i think it's kind of good because even though um a lot of people can't go there uh, free uh, like without paying any money um at least they are preserved at least they are don't they aren't reduced to ruins and uh, at least their cultural and heritage value is preserved exactly and these huge areas they are also being used in this way So thank you so much Suhani and Reva for being such amazing panelists and to the audience as well for being so so responsive and amazing also I'd like to thank Nadima Archana ma'am and Bokosmia for providing me with this wonderful opportunity it was a wonderful podcast thank you so much for inviting me bye bye thank you bye